Welcome to episode 85 of New Indian Woman podcast airing first in late April 2023 and I'm your host Krishna. Hi friends. Uh, in uh, today's episode we have Anuradha Sridharan. I really am lost in terms of how to introduce Anuradha. I leave more details to her. I have been following her blog for quite some time. The range of topics Anuradha writes about Well there are specific focus areas I was wondering should I invite her for this or for that kind of doubt was there but finally I decided that uh, we will focus on one specific topic because I also happened to attend a workshop conducted by her to increase awareness about packaged food uh, Anuradha has in her blog uh, detailed about how she got influenced by this whole information around packaged food and how her journey began it is not just blogging about it she does so much more focusing on awareness around this particular area so that is what we will talk about today anuradha welcome to the podcast it would be good if you can give an introduction about your entry into this area and what you focus upon thanks krishna uh, thanks for having me it's, it's my pleasure to be here and share my thoughts on uh, one of my uh, passion areas i got into gaining more awareness about food sometime back in 2012 when i had to uh, get started with my daughter on solid foods uh, she was around 4 months at that time and there were people around me who were influencing me to start her on a particular brand of baby cereal though i didn't want to get her started with a baby cereal as early as 4 months but there was constant pressure and nagging uh, but and eventually i succumbed to that pressure and uh, but i insisted that no i'm going to make food from scratch and i'm going to feed feed her the, the home cooked rice gruel so i tried that for a couple of days and um, the reaction was you know not so welcome from my uh, little one and after about 3 days i succumbed to the pressure i said okay maybe this is not how things are done okay let me you know take the suggestion that has come from the elders so i went and got the packaged cereal i made it as per the instructions and i fed my daughter and she ate happily and she was asking for more and i was so happy i thought okay this is something that you know has solved a major problem and uh, luckily I, i think i should thank my stars and i also recognized that particular day or that particular moment as the turning point in my life because I, on the very same day uh, she fell quite sick and we had to rush her to a pediatrician in the evening and uh, the pediatrician said that maybe this particular brand is not agreeing with her maybe you should get her started on some other brand but i felt so guilty i felt so angry with myself that um, uh, though i wanted to give her homemade food i succumbed to the pressure and i uh, took the help of a packaged cereal and uh, when i came back home the first thing i checked was maybe the the pack had expired so back in mm-hmm. those days the only thing i used to check in the pack was the expiry date but it was all good na, um, no concerns related to the expiry date but that was the very first time i started to read the label of you know any uh, packaged food brand 
And uh, the things that I read in that label were uh, rice, sugar and milk solids. What I understood earlier was that sugar is not supposed to be given to infants until they reach about a year old, right? So, but uh, this brand, even though it says that six plus months baby uh, can take this particular packaged cereal, it was adding sugar into the brand. And uh, when I made it and I tasted it myself, it tasted exactly like rice kheer. Uh, it was so tasty, so yummy. No wonder she loved it. And I just, uh, you know, emptied the pack into my uh, dustbin. And I decided from from then on, I'm only going to make uh, homemade foods for my daughter, even though there might be challenges. She might not reject, she might not accept it as uh, easily as as how she accepted this particular brand. But um, uh, luckily, I had uh, the opportunity. Uh, to be at home to take care of my daughter at that time I had the uh, bandwidth to do that work and I consider that as an investment so from 2012 onwards cooking I, I started to see cooking more as an investment and not as a time wasted or a time spent in the kitchen rather than an investment that I make towards my health and my family members health that's how the journey began and uh, in these uh, 10 years of um, understanding about food, learning about food, there were multiple revelations that happened both in terms of uh, my health. I earlier had uh, PCOD uh, issues. All the symptoms that are connected to PCOD, I faced those. But once I started correcting my food habits, especially I always say this to whoever asks me, what is the one thing that you would recommend if I have to manage my PCOD? The one suggestion that I always give is that stop having packaged foods completely. That makes about 50 to 60% of difference. Yes, exercise, sleep, how, how you manage your emotions, how you handle stress, all those are also equally important. But this one factor of correcting your food and avoiding all sorts of packaged foods, that helped me reverse my PCOD. So, you know, people say that, once you get PCOD, it's something that you manage for lifetime. Mm. But uh, it is a lifestyle disease and it is possible to reverse it. Of course, all the habits that I had uh, incorporated in the past 10 years, I should continue. It is not like taking a medicine for a few days and uh, the yeah. uh, symptoms would vanish. So this is how my journey began. And uh, I would strongly recommend to everybody listening to this podcast that if it is one change that you want to incorporate in your life, especially with re related to food, if not completely 100%, at least try to eliminate packaged foods about 80% from your diet. That in itself will make a huge, huge difference. And good to know that. A listener may say, I don't have PCOD, so maybe it doesn't matter. Why should the New Indian Woman podcast listener know or increase the awareness uh, about packaged food. In most of these topic-specific episodes, we always tell that awareness is a starting point. I am coming even before that in terms of why should they be aware about packaged food? So if you look at the kind of issues that our parents or grandparents faced about 30-40 uh, years back, the number of health issues they faced were quite minimal. But over the past three decades, the number of packaged foods and different brands and in the name of convenience many such foods have pervaded our supermarket shelves and if you look at the ingredients many of them are 
extremely high on sugar extremely high on salt and various other forms of um, artificial uh, ingredients and preservatives if you are healthy if things are perfectly fine uh, you know the question might come why should i even make this change what is the motivating factor but my point is that why wait for something to happen and then make the change for me it is like until i got diagnosed with pc even after i got diagnosed with pcod i didn't make any change to my food or any change to my lifestyle habits but only after i started to uh, evaluate the food choices available for my daughter i started to understand that i need to take care of my health first in order to support my family and that's when i started to make all these changes so for 10 to 20 years of eating packaged foods eating uh, at different times multiple cups of coffee and tea at in office whenever i felt like you know ordering pizza all those habits all those you know unconscious choices that i made over the past 10 years it had an effect on my health and to reverse those changes it took another 10 years so why wait to you know discover that something is wrong with your health and then go ahead and make those changes instead when you start incorporating those changes now the effects that you would see will be unexplainable like earlier if i had to eat a particular brand of chips i would just be able to finish one packet in about 10 15 minutes but uh, i am not exaggerating this experience has happened with me now i cannot even taste one particular piece of chips from that brand because my taste palate has got used to home cooked food with you know minimal salt minimal spice the extreme high levels of sodium or sugar is something that my taste buds would completely reject the artificial tastes that um, that are added uh, will get mm-hmm. completely rejected uh, by my body so you will start to experience all these subtle reactions and subtle uh, experiences from your body that you would want to make those changes more and more to feel positive to feel energetic at the end of the day when you talk about a new indian woman the responsibilities that she shoulders on is quite enormous you know she needs more physical stamina more mental strength more emotional resilience and food plays an important role uh, in supporting and uh, encouraging across all these aspects so um, hmm. i would say these changes are essential even before something is uh, you know some health issue is being diagnosed it's better to start thinking about and making those changes uh, obviously it's not going to happen overnight so take it step by yeah. step take it slow give yourself that time don't make any drastic decisions overnight yeah it will not be sustainable as well and one thing about uh, what you said about checking the expiry date uh, which is what most of us uh, maybe you doing for any kind of packaged food for one reason we know that expiry date is a basic check that we need to do on packaged food and the other is the ingredients in the packaged food is most of the time greek and latin you don't understand it it is some names and permitted class 2 preservatives permitted something something added flavors and some chemical names right for the listeners the packaged food as a category while we all know about the high sugar high sodium uh, in anuradha's workshop she was also talking about what is package as a healthy options diet friendly options etc even there the ingredients she was talking about how many of those ingredients which sounds very odd sounding names to us but the kind of harmful 
components which are there you know it is like it was an eye opener for me in her blog we will also share some of those links as part of the podcast where if you buy packaged food if at all like she said it is a slow process it is important for you to read and make choices by looking at those labels that is where she has done a lot of research and she has published a lot of articles around that for me in the workshop an important another eye opener anuradha was what the packaged food is we all know chips is packaged food something else is packaged food but i never thought biscuits is packaged food i, I know it is for plain english it is packaged food but in my mind i had already divided the things that i know as junk food as packaged food but the other things that i buy for the house which i considered not junk food in my mind okay not as per any definition in my mind it is not junk food and i consider it as required items for my family but they are packaged food which is what your session helped me in even the masala powders the puliogre paste or the equivalent of it the ready mixer so to speak which help in our cooking so this definition of packaged food because these days right from rice to dal to everything we buy packaged so each one of us may interpret packaged food as something different so could you help us understand what do you consider as packaged food sure uh, krishna so the way uh, this is again my uh, interpretation so yes we all buy rice dal oils from the uh, supermarket or from the grocery stores so the way i would consider a packaged food any packaged food which are made of multiple ingredients right if you buy a packet of rice you know it is it is rice if you buy a packet of dal it is just dal but if you buy a pack of biscuits a biscuit is made with multiple ingredients packaged foods can be things that are instantly consumable things that are partially cooked or partially processed that can be cooked or modified into an edible product so for example any hmm. of those frozen uh, french fries frozen smileys those are partially processed to such an extent that you can you know keep it in the freezer and then whenever you want you will um, fry it and make it uh, consumable so looking at any packaged food if you see multiple ingredients then it is i would highly urge everybody to take a moment to go over those ingredients hmm. many times you would find the list of ingredients to have like 20 plus ingredients listed in the label if the list is longer then we need to be you know even more cautious of what those ingredients are whether we are able to recognize those ingredients in the first place a second thing is what are the first three ingredients that are listed so the ingredients are listed in the descending order of their contribution of their proportion of either it could be weight or by volume so what hmm. are those hmm. top three ingredients that are listed So if you look at many of the instant consumable foods like biscuits cookies or um, cake varieties you would see the first three ingredients would be maida sugar and third would be a refined oil uh, either it could be a refined vegetable fat or it could be um, palm oil oil so these are the top three ingredients and uh, given that these are i usually call these three ingredients as the mumurtis of junk food where you would see them listed in almost every product targeted towards children 
So it's better to stay away from products where you see these top three ingredients listed. And the third guideline I would suggest is how many of those ingredients you see are numbered. So typically they would be numbered as INS followed by a number or E followed by a number. So these are all the artificial ingredients that are being added. It could be flavor enhancers, preservatives, acidity regulators, emulsifiers, the list goes on. So these Mm -hmm. are all the chemical ingredients that are being added. So if you see, for example, a packet of bread, a store-bought packet of bread, you would see many of these ingredients listed, about at least around 15 plus ingredients listed in a loaf of uh, bread. And you would see ingredients like preservatives, uh, improving agents, and, and so many such similar numbered ingredients. If you look at the bread that you bake at home, you would hardly use about five to six ingredients, you know, mm. if you bake uh, uh, bread at home. So what is the necessity of those 20 plus ingredients is something that we need to question. People might argue that, uh, you know, these ingredients are added as per the uh, guidelines provided, as per the limits that are being set and um, preservatives are not, uh, you know, going to cause any harm to the body. My point is that preservative maybe at a certain level is not uh, harmful to the body that could have been tested or validated. But if the same preservative was consumed on an everyday basis, Hmm. were there tests done on humans to figure out if that causes any repercussions? Second point is, what are the combinations of those ingredients that are being tested on on humans? What are the kind of scientific Hmm. uh, tests that are being done based on the combination of these ingredients? We hardly have any data on that. People might say that, you know, preservative only if you consume at such a large level, it will cause any harm. But for those smaller levels, it is not going to cause any harm. Again, this is done on a sample size of population. It is done on a very limited scale. It is, there's no validation to see whether based on the frequency of consumption, based on the combination of ingredients, these are not being tested. So these are the kind of things that we need to be careful about. Again, we don't have to go by whether it is only a particular brand uh, that we need to be cautious about. No, it, this is happening across the board. It, is, uh, it doesn't matter whether it is a global uh, conglomerate or whether it is a local food brand. It's better to read ingredients as a practice to understand what is it that you are putting inside your body. So as per our traditional wisdom, the food that we eat, it becomes a part of ourselves, right? It becomes, it, it gets absorbed and becomes a part of ourselves. So it it is essential that we take that extra step to read the labels and understand what is it that is going inside our body. Friends, in this episode, we listen to Anuradha sharing her story on how she started closely looking at packaged foods. Then she explained to us why each one of us as new Indian women should be aware about packaged food. She detailed out what exactly is packaged food and what is it that we should look for in the labels that will help us in taking decisions around what goes into our body. Now you may wonder if it is practical to avoid packaged foods in our lives. Are there any alternatives? 
once we are aware of the harmful effects and we decide to reduce the extent of packaged foods, how and where do we start? These are the next set of questions we will discuss with Anuradha in the next episode. Meanwhile, don't forget to start reading the labels of the packaged foods that you consume. Take care and see you next time. Remember, you are what you want to be and the time starts 